0: Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Cocaine is a hell of a drug Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh. From Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland Been winning all the games in my division Tell your missus not to miss us, she tripping No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted No disrespect to the spirit Intoxicated while I'm steering On the rear end, shout out to my dog Benham, no spider Think I'm about to smoke one, no lighter Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it Leave your red like the bright lights on exits Almighty back, 12 letters My take for yours, wonder who Sales better, young college kid, but I never got a letter. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Bless up, then boss up. But if you walk up, I got something that'll off ya Yeah, all I ever hear is back legend. When you gonna stop doing this? When you gonna start doing that? When you gonna come see me? When you gonna come see her? Look, y'all need to understand something. Everything I do is real. Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm, I'm rare. rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. But on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, because you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me, I'm more like a Tanzanite. Still thick cut, two C's, why she paying twice? Double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. F R I B O L O U S entertains. And anything that I really want, I will obtain. you a baker boy, so we cooking up some flame. Dang, I'm worth more than a milli, so I rock. My words will take you to another world, That's a chalk. Cause Rudy's got the chalk. With a dip, do I walk? Must be cause I got it in my sock. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs>
1: Yo,
2: what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Urs Mac, the man
1: scientist. And it's your boy, Thanos, Mr. Snap Your Fingers,
2: Rick. What is going on, Thanos Rick, man? What is happening? What is happening on this fresh Taco Tuesday? Fresh off of Monday uh, Monday Night Football and uh, Monday Night Raw, man. What's going
1: on with you? Nothing much, man. I gotta catch Venom. I'm slacking. You so say you gotta catch Venom? Yeah, man, I'm slacking.
2: I'm slacking. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't watch Venom? <sighs> no, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you watched Venom. I didn't. I didn't. thought I was under the impression that you watched it. I didn't watch the new Venom yet. Holy shit, balls. Like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me I'm out here with this whole thing, like Venom Let There Be Carnage Review? And you ain't even
1: watched it? Listen, listen. Ersmack, the mad scientist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes things fall through the cracks. You know what I'm saying? All through the cracks. I admit, I'm human. E, I'm human. I'm human. I'm human. I'm (laughs) human. I'm human. But I will see it. I will see it. But but I've been hearing good reviews. I've heard good things about it. You know. Uh I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I know what happens in the movie, but I've been told things. I've been told things. You've yeah. been told things.
2: So wait a minute. So man, it, was it my mistake that, that I interpreted that you have already seen the movie yesterday when you when you mentioned it? Mentioned the movie? Because I was under the impression that you saw it over the weekend. No. That I, I was lacking behind. So that's why I went to the movie theaters yesterday to no. go see it. Because, you know, we was going to talk about it. Because you sent me like the boss office numbers. Which, technically speaking, you was going to start a show off with that, with the box office numbers. Yes, yes, and I still plan on doing that, sir. Right. So, now you do know, now you do know here, since I got the title up here, <laughs> you know, we have to talk about it now. Yes, and we shall. We have shall. to dive
1: into we it. We shall. We shall. We shall. we shall. Hey, Erskine, don't be, don't, don't be embarrassed me in front of Top Gun and everyone else. Hey. Don't do that. What? What? There, there have been times when I see movies before you And then what do you say? Well, you know, me and Queen got to go see it. Me and Queen got to go see it. I'm like, okay, you and Queen, you and Queen go ahead and see it. But I don't give y'all shit. I don't give y'all shit. And
2: then then we talk about it on the show, though. We never talk about it on the show, really, unless we actually see it. Y'all see, see, Top Gun say he got your back. Thank
1: you, Top Gun. (laughs) Thank you, Top Gun. Another voice of reason around here. What? Oh my god! <laughs> I thought it was just me.
2: <laughs> look, look. This is one of them rare occasions that I can give my co some some freaking shit. You know what I'm saying? I can give him shit freely. I can freely do it. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was flipped, if it was the other way around, Thanos Rick would come at me like, "Are you freaking kidding me right now?" No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I will let you live, e. Because really cowboys because you're cowboys well i mean is, you know, it, that
1: your send off every think, at the end of every show see that's it right there that that's where your frustration lies e those cowboys that is, that is those cowboys mind. it ain't venom I, it ain't I'm not watching venom the it's, the, for an it's the cowboys e that's why you're mad that's why you're man, mad right now.
2: man
1: man
2: <laughs> g- g- get out of here man get out of here get
1: out of here man <laughs> hey man when the Cowboys reach the Super Bowl E I don't want you crying calling me crying and stuff
0: oh my god Thanos the Cowboys in the Super Bowl I don't know what to do
1: I'm like E listen it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay wow wow
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) (laughs) don't call my phone E don't call my phone when they reach the Super Bowl don't do it what don't
2: do it come on man come on dog. When y'all win the Super Bowl, you know what? You know what? You know what? I I have I have a wish. I hope y'all make it. Dallas makes it to the Super Bowl. So in only because you will see us, and if you see us, I hope we bust your ass for everybody to see.
1: Gosh, let such foul language. He's so aggressive this morning. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying, man. It's, it's I'm just, just saying. Just that's, the only way I will, that's the only way I will want y'all there just to see us so y'all can play us. Because I'm AFC, you're NFC. That's the only way I will want y'all to see the Super Bowl because there's no better caveat. There's no better cherry on top. You can't get better than beating your most hated team in the grand stage of them all for millions of people to see. There's nothing better than that. That's like the WrestleMania of football games, right there. That, that, that's <sighs> WrestleMania right there. But, like I said, alas, that's not going to happen at any point, any time in history. It, will, it won't be a time where it will be Cincinnati versus Dallas at the Super Bowl. You know, one of the other will be there and another team will be there. And that that's the reality of it. And that, that well, that's my guess on it.
1: Ernst Mack, you sound troubled. Top Gun, he sounds very troubled. I don't sound troubled at all.
2: I I, I don't. I'm just saying. Okay. I, I explained. I explained my hatred towards the Cowboys organization. It is 90% the fan base. They are the most toxic, the most annoying fans you could ever come across ever because every season you're going to the Super Bowl. You could be 0 and freaking 15. We on our way. It's like they have total disregard for what, what stats that's up right at the moment in time. We the best and all this other stuff. Like, you do realize that you are, you know, you only won two games this season. That, that never happened in the past few years. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. But I'm just saying, losing seasons. Still, people say we on our way. Look, we can go the Buffalo Wild Wings. Everybody got their own respective jerseys on because we does got Sunday ticket. I This is a true, true story. There was this older lady. She come walking in with a cowboy jersey on, loud as shit. And everybody was having a good time until she busts up in that door. How about them cowboys? And she kept going on and on and on and on and on and on. And then we looking at her like, shut the hell up. And then, we, they, you know, she was like, hey, turn into the Cowboys game, right? Nobody wasn't watching that TV. Disclaimer. Nobody wasn't watching that TV, right? You know, she was all over it, man, the first half. All over it. Then the second half, you could hear a mouse piss on cotton. You couldn't hear anything. So we all just went to her. Like, hey, how about them Cowboys, huh? How about them? And this, that, and the third. Turns out, now, she was actually a pretty cool lady, actually. But the way she came in there, though, Yeah. That those the type of fans, them, them, those type of fans. That what creates my hatred for Dallas because it's kind of like it's kind of like when LeBron jumped in, to the NBA his first time, they immediately put the Jordan tag on him. They immediately did it. And he didn't did anything yet at that point in time. I was like, bro, yo, 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 yo. Why y'all riding his coattails already, man? Why y'all why why y'all so quick to give people comparing people to Jordan? At this point, just let him be him. That creates my frustration because it's like the media just rides on them every single day. So that's what I mean. It's the fan base. They're toxic. Now, there's some there's some fans that are actually realistic fans. They're like, yeah, you know, we good or whatever. And I'm going to support my team. But realistic, realistically speaking, I know what our limitations are. We need to get better in these certain areas. This that and the third. Now, though that small 10%, that is top gun. That is Mad Max. You know, there's there's a couple other people I can put in that small 10%. But the other the other 90, they can kiss my ass. (laughs) That's I, I said it. That other 90%, yeah. I drank the tears. I, I, my, my, you can blame my old. like i said you can blame my older brother for that I, I, he created this hatred ever I, since i was a kid yeah, all in you. my ear yang, yang 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 all about them cowboys your team trash all your teams trash blah, blah 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 yeah he did that he created that he created this monster
1: e, i hear you but you know it it, it it it's tuesday you have to relax brother Hey, I have to explain the hatred. You are aggressive on a Tuesday. (laughs) I'm aggressive every day. (laughs) I'm aggressive every day. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. But I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you you do realize LeBron is the GOAT. You Uh, do know this, right? He is not. LeBron is the greatest of all time.
2: Hold on, time out.
1: Okay. I said it. I said it and I stand by it. No, it's it's not an error in your phone or in your Car or wherever you're, you're listening, this at no error. LeBron
2: James, the best player, is the goat on the court in this current generation.
1: Yes, he's
2: the goat. And in, uh, in this current generation, I uh, let me underline this. Please get the wax out of your ears, mad scientist. He's the goat. <laughs> 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 I'm, gonna say, I, I, I'm gonna say this on air. I was like, he is the best in his current generation, underlined. He is probably, I mean, honestly, arguably the best when it comes to philanthropy In as far as the NBA is concerned because the stuff that he does outside of the court is unprecedented. He opens up schools. He has his own show. He gives opportunities. That's what he does and hats off to that brother and still hats off to him. But as far as him, the GOAT... There's way too many players out there that that has won every single championship that they ever went to and never lost one, that never jumped ship to other teams or whatever. However, Kammer, with that being said, he has opened the window for discussions and negotiations as far as requesting trades and stuff like that. I get it. That I'm with that on that situation. When it, when it compares to Jordan on the court, there's no better assassin than Jordan. If shit don't go right, he will take over. He did not have, like, a, a all-superstar team. He had a lot of support. But, respectively, if those said people was to go to other teams, they are not going to the championship or whatever the case may be. And on top of that, you had a plethora of, of Hall of Fame players on other teams that he had to go beat and deny ranks. Back in those times, times was a little bit different. On the court, <sighs> things a little bit harder, a little bit more physical. or uh, Whatever the case may be, it's not as much in this current generation of the NBA. It's just not. That, there is a difference of error. So if you were to ask me if LeBron would still be great in that era of the 90s, I still say he will still be great. Now, if you have to put him in the 90s up against Jordan and the Bulls, he will not beat Jordan and the Bulls. And that just, that just everything. Even without Jordan at he, that point, uh, he built that team to the point that even without him, they still made it through the playoffs and still was a pretty decent team up until a certain point. So it's like he, uh, he went through the Pistons. The Pistons e,
1: whooped his ass, e, and I, he didn't switch. He didn't join the Pistons, did he? E, he didn't join I, no other team. E, I really, I really, really can't stand Jordan fans like you. I really, really? can't. Stand you guys. But that's is if not everything a fact. you everything you said is just you because is 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 Jordan fans like you? You don't put things into context. You never uh-huh. do, and E, you are no different than the rest of them.
0: What what, what you did, did I say? Not, I said there's a different
1: context and I I gave credit where credit was due. No, and
2: didn't. on top of that, he's going no, to have didn't. more points than Jordan naturally because he went to NBA right after high school. He did not go through college, so naturally he's going to have more points than Jordan. He should because you got an extra four years on on top of that versus versus Jordan playing in at UNC for four and then going to the NBA. So I mean. There's that. It so sounds if, like if if, if if he's compared to Jordan in, in regards to points or percentages or whatever the case would be, he had an extra four years leg up to actually get to get the shit right. I mean NBA NBA style, but he was already great before he jumped before LeBron. LeBron was already great before he joined the NBA, but he had to adjust to NBA style. So, but still, yeah, he adjusted pretty quickly. At, at the end of the day, so he got. If you saying yeah, he got more points than Jordan in, in regards to that naturally, yes. He should. You got an answer for four years. There's no excuse for not having more points than him.
1: LeBron can, do, LeBron can do a lot of things more naturally than Jordan can.
2: Well, yes. But did he win
1: six straight and no losses? The Kobe, Bulls. isn't it? I put Kobe see, above see, LeBron. That that right there is what really pisses me off. I'm the, just saying. The, I, Bulls, I, I, the Bulls went six straight. E. Put it in its proper context. I get the it. Bulls, the Bulls. The Bulls. One six straight. I go Jordan didn't win six straight, the Bulls won six straight. Yes, it is so, a team game. So let but me did the Lakers let, win let, the championship let me clear LeBron? no, no, stop, stop. E, I'm gonna stop you. Let let me clear this up because Jordan wasn't winning shit until 1991. You know what I'm saying? He was in the league. He got it in 1984, and he was getting his head bashed in by everyone across the league until 1991 when he got Phil Jackson and he had players around him. So, E, let's put everything in its proper context because people like you like to give Jordan all the credit, you know what I'm saying, but no one else. You know what I'm saying? Jordan wouldn't have won anything without Phil Jackson and that team. So let's what, let, let's get that very very clear.
2: And, and that's clear. <laughs> and, 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 now, but what I just said, I said this man got his ass beat by Detroit. Detroit was his was his Achilles heel at that point until he finally beat him. But I also said he never left Chicago to go to another team. They so around what? him. So and what? I, and, and I, yes, so the what? Bulls win this so six what? straight. So what? But did they win their so six straight without e,
1: J, MJ? E, I so, I I yeah, would have left Cleveland too. I would have left Cleveland too. I uh-uh. don't give a shit. I would have left too. I've been there for seven years. You don't want to give me a good coach and you don't want to put players around me. Why the fuck am I going to stay here? I'm get, going I'm to not, leave I'm, I'm, and I'm going to go to my, credit. at least with Jordan. Jordan had a great GM. He had a great owner. He had a great front office. Even though there was some tension, we all saw the last dance, but they still gave him a coach and they gave him players. Hell, give LeBron James, Phil Jackson, and a and supporting cast, see what the fuck he does. He put things in his proper context. Please, okay, so I beg my question you. Is, my question <laughs> is this: Do you know who
2: Phil Jackson was before he joined the Chicago Bulls? No, exactly. No. So how do we know that Phil Jackson was going to coach the way he did? We didn't know that. We see the oh, last. Oh, so no, no, nobody well, knew Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. shit on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go ahead. Nobody knew who Phil Jackson, Jackson was. coaching wise until he got to the bulls okay once he did what he did at the bulls the lakers went and got his got the championships or whatever the case may be okay i gave credit but credit was due okay i said lebron opened up the window for player negotiations when it comes to their contracts or whatever the case would be he opened that window he did Okay. okay now with that mistake now the mistake was he knew where he was going and he held on to that shit because he knew he was going to miami now mind you Miami won their championship. Well, Miami didn't win the first
1: year. Actually, but they that's, had, they had that's a lie. That's a lie. He didn't know until right maybe a few seconds after the reporter asked the question. LeBron didn't know specifically. He didn't. He so you mean he, still the tell he was on live and
2: television and he just made that decision at a whim? Hey, right off the
1: That's what he said.
2: Okay, I, I, is that I, That is bullshit. I, that's why I say that, that part is bullshit. He already knew in his mind where he was going, but he was young. I mean, he was younger at that point in time. So I mean, you got all that, all that thought process on where you going, what you're going to do, where you're going to go. Like you, tech, like with these contracts, you already know what you're going to do. Like seconds before you got asked that question, you just popped up and said, "I'm taking my towels to South Beach." Because he sounded very sure. If that was a last minute decision, he like, "Well, I'm taking my towels to South Beach." He yeah. already had that thought process yeah. already. He well, already I mean, put it in his head. Well, I
1: mean, he, he just he, told us that. Well, I, well, I mean, e, who are we to call him a liar? We don't know.
0: Well, I'm so just saying. like, it, it seems e, e, I'm going to stop you
1: right there, E, because you don't know and I don't know. All I'm saying is, E, you really have to put things into context. I would have left Cleveland, too. If you're not going to give me anybody, I can't win here. So I would have left, too. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And people will say, well, he could have won with Delonte West. No, he couldn't have. And he that's wasn't West. That's scary, that's he, he, man. I'm he he glad he's better, though. So, E, put things in the proper context. Jordan is great. He 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 gets props, but he still needed help to win those rings. So let's let's just stop with this whole thing. I, well, I, Jordan got the six I rings. No, the same. Bulls had Dennis Rodman. He had Steve Kerr. <laughs> he had Tony Kuko. Phil Jackson. I'm not gonna shit on Phil hey, like man. you. I'm not gonna do that. He, I ain't gonna shit so on Phil. But, but, you, did, but you just but, did. You just me? did. You shit on him, E. So you no, know, I know what? I know I didn't. Jordan know had I didn't. Jordan had the supporting cast, and he had a great coach. LeBron never really. You know LeBron had to maneuver, and you know he Eric Spolstra, and he joined Dwayne Wade, and you know whatever, whatever he got Kyrie, and you know it, it is what it is. He.
2: Come on, Kyrie. Like, okay, okay. So I asked you a legitimate question: Did you know who Phil Jackson was before the Bulls? You said no. That is my disrespecting Phil. Jackson. You are cheating on Phil Jackson. Yes, you no, are. No, I'm not. That's a not, legitimate you question. You are not giving Phil did his proper anybody, credit no, or proper due. You're not. When he. did not. you first hear about Phil Jackson?
1: He, and you're still. When
2: do. he won his first championship <laughs> with Chicago, did you not? <laughs> like, he used to play basketball He used to do that But did you know his backstory? Nobody knew his I mean, people people that are basketball historians Knew his backstory But like, to the average fan Phil Jackson was Phil Jackson in Chicago Nobody knew who Phil Jackson was before then You didn't expect him People didn't really expect him to beat To do the triangle offense or whatever the case may be And, and that's what it was That's not shitting on him that just, That's just
1: true okay. Well, Michael Jordan wasn't shit before Phil And before he had those players Yeah, you know, he was Michael there. Jordan was shit like, he, he, was, he was good, but he wasn't winning.
2: Wait, did he not win the championship
1: at UNC? Regrettably, I'm not man. talking about the UNC. I'm talking about the Bulls. He, he wasn't. Why did they winning. draft? Matter it, matter why fact, did they draft was, Michael Jordan? Who was Jordan's coach at UNC? Shit, if I know? Because see, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he, I, 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 he, I can't. I can't answer that he, question right off. He, right off rip like that. you are saying a whole bunch. I of... Honest, I can
2: honestly <laughs> tell you. I'm not. I'm not a basketball historian. I am average, slightly above average fan. I, I, I will say that, but as far as like Dean Smith, all the, way back in, Dean,
1: all, the legend Dean Smith was Michael Jordan's Smith. coach in UNC. So, e let's stop this, okay? Let's okay. Let, let's stop. Jordan wasn't winning anything until he got that it, until, until Phil came along and he had that team. So, Did Yeah, he and, was
2: good. Championship in, in uh, UNC.
1: He got he had Dean Smith and he had who who? Matter of fact, who was on that? Because it wasn't just Jordan. Because Jordan wasn't even the best player on that UNC UNC team. So let <laughs> hold on. So what round did Jordan get trapped. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let 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 me shut you down again real quick. <laughs> the point I'm making
2: is <laughs> the point I, the point I'm making is, is this. It is the
1: news media. Yeah, James Worthy. He had James Worthy on that team. Okay.
2: Shout out to James Worthy. But now what well, my point I'm making is Oh, really? Media. Really? Really? Okay. Oh, shout out to James Ooh. Worthy. What, what I'm gonna say? What I'm gonna say? <laughs> what you want me to do? Gush on this on this radio station and say, "Yo, yo, James he, he Worthy." He is yo. James
1: Worthy. Yes, I I'll say shout out to the, James Worthy. What, le- what
2: what what you want me to say? Oh yeah, you want me just the, 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 just ride his coattails because he's James Worthy. I know the man, a legend. I know he is. Like that's just
1: <laughs> that's a no brainer. Yeah, I I don't like doing fans like you. I don't. I don't no, you guys I mean, never put things in context. You never put things in context, but it's okay. It's okay. Put things in context. I said the point I'm making is the media and the sports
2: analysts immediately, immediately compare LeBron to Jordan. And that what created this debate. That has created this ongoing debate. Like there was a debate with Tom Brady or whatever, but there's no debate now for that. But I'm just saying, but with LeBron and Jordan, we the fans didn't even create this. It was the news media that created this created this comparison. They, they did it with Kobe. Now they're doing it with LeBron. And trust me and believe, they're going to do it with the next guy that's going to be just as great. They're going to do it again every single time. But my thing is, let these players be great as they are. Like, Kobe can be Kobe. Kobe is an assassin, like, all day. Like, he has beaten my Boston Celtics, and we have beaten him and the Lakers. But at the same time, there's no denying Kobe. Kobe would take the ball. He would do what he got to do. He would score. And that's that's what he is. That man got ice in his veins. Always has been. Period. He always has been. LeBron had to fix some things here and there. He hasn't always had ice in his veins. I I get that. And he fixed some things. I mean, sometimes when it's clutch, he's it to the open man. He's not like daddy anymore. I, I get that. You know, Jordan, he got his ass beat in the court. I mean, especially when it came to the Detroit Pistons, they try to take that man out, or whatever the case may be. Hell, they didn't I mean, people didn't want to pass him the ball on the dream team because he was scared that they you know he was going to outshine them. gonna outshine be him. Because he was younger easy. than most people. Earth's but I'm just saying, but when, what I'm that, saying it is the sports analysts and the media that created this comparison, and they shouldn't have done that. They should have just left it at what it was, LeBron and is. LeBron is great and he's the greatest player of this current generation. They could have just left it at that. We there would have never been a conversation this deep about Jordan and LeBron if it wasn't for ESPN and Fox Sports. Can you agree with that?
1: Sure. What do you think? Sure. I hear you. I'm just saying. You think you slick. You think you slick, but I I hear you. I hear you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm, not being, I'm not being slick, man. I mean, look, man, there's no denying LeBron. It ain't. It's none. There's it's, it's no denying that. I mean, even Giannis that won the uh, championship for Milwaukee, he still says LeBron is still the GOAT. He still says that. You know, I mean, you're like, yo, this, this guy is still the best player on on the court. Like, period. And, and I would be inclined to agree. And I you know people might bring up Kevin Durant and I'm like I right, you know that I you can consider them rivals honestly whenever they play each other cuz you know it's going to be box office stuff but I will put LeBron above him LeBron is the GOAT of his current generation there's no there's no denying that There's no denying that like right, period
1: <sighs> Moving on moving on <laughs> Moving on <laughs> Moving on, in other news, but,
2: but as far as football goes, Tom Brady is the goat. Like, there's no, mm-mm, there's no, mm-mm. you can't compare that to nobody. At first, I said Joe Montana, but he has surpassed Joe Montana. This man has won several championships in New England and went to another team the first year and won another championship. And I think he has officially beaten every single NFL team in the NFL. Right, now that he beat uh, New England. Oh, yeah, def- yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he defeated every single NFL team officially. I don't think no quarterback ever has done that. This yeah. man is GOAT.
1: Yeah, and he beat Drew Brees' all-time record passing. Yes, you know, yeah, and it was going to yeah. happen. So, you know.
2: You I know. mean, this mofo is going gonna, gonna to be the year 2052, and Tom is still going to be playing. He's probably going to be playing his son. <sighs> you know it. I mean, Tom look. Brady can't stop, man. It's like a drug to him. Football is a drug. You know that. Mm-hmm. I, hear, <sighs> I hear you. Tom Brady, man. I can't even hate that man anymore. I can't. Yeah, I can't you, tried. you tried. I remember. You tried. You tried. You know I mean, I tried. I mean, I, my, my hate was warranted, but, you know, I, I can't do that now, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I hate it. I think I hated the Patriots even more.
0: Mm-hmm. But considering
2: that they got a taste of their own medicine, now you know how it feels. Bill Belichick, you know how it feels now. You mm-hmm. saw that little half ass hug he gave Tom Brady at the end of one. night? I'm not even. The night football. You know, that Bill, was the fakest hug in America, right there.
1: Bill has to keep his cool, man. You know, Bill. Bill can't show no emotion. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know how it is. You know. Bill's a dick. <laughs> that's, that's who he is. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, he ain't Andy Reid. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I hear <laughs> you. Andy Reid's a. Andy Reed's emotional. That guy's emotional. You know. So you know. Yeah, that. that,
2: that I'm inclined to agree. Now. The box office sales you said about Venom for this weekend?
1: Yes, the past weekend. Venom made ninety million at the box office. The highest opening weekend post pandemic, I guess you can say Um, for the year. You said ninety million. Ninety million opening weekend. Um Uh We're not. well, no one really knows how, how much it's going to do when it's all said and done. Fast 9 is still the highest grossing movie of the year. It made $700 at the box office total. So hmm. probably not going to get that high, but, you know, this is a record. This is a record. Um, it, I guess the question now is because Venom wasn't released on streaming. It was just theater. Right. Right. So,
2: yeah,
1: you know, now people are saying, well, hey, you know, theater releases are still good. You can still release theater and still make a lot of money. And, you know, I'm reading the reviews. Venom did awesome. Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Awesome. So, you know, they're saying, well, hey, it's way better than the previous venom, you know, the 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 first one. So, I mean, it's good. It's, it's a good thing that movies are still coming out strong and they are making money. Shang-Chi did very well. Hell um, yeah. What else? I think what was I, um Jungle Cruise did very well, you know. So, you you still have those hybrid releases. Yeah. Meaning that, you know, streaming and theater release, they're st- they're still doing well, but the question is now I think companies are still unsure how to really tackle it right now because you have these big budget films, right? Mm -hmm. If you do a hybrid release, they're not making as much money back as expected. Well, duh, because it's being streamed. Why would I go to a theater to watch a movie when I'm already paying 10 bucks, 15 bucks a month for Netflix or HBO? And I just watch it right here, you know, so... Now, unless you're Disney and then, you you know, if you're Disney, you say, well, hey, if you pay this 30 bucks, you know what I'm saying? You can, you know, see the movie on our platform or you can just, you know, see it when it comes out on theater at the same, you know, same time. So mm-hmm. it's kind of your choice. HBO, they're fucking like, well, hey, we'll just, you know, release it. No extra charge on HBO. Or you can also see it, you know, in the theater. But the thing is. And I get it with these new movies, you want to bring in new subscribers. I get it. That's the hustle. That's the plan. If I release suicide squad or Kong versus Godzilla, hopefully this will get people to bring in, you know, or to subscribe to this platform versus well, you know, just seeing it in the theaters and you're paying, I don't know, 13, 14, 18 bucks for IMAX or whatever the case may be. So now the question is how do we move forward from here? because like you mentioned the other day, you know, scholar johansson settled the lawsuit with, you know, with marvel and disney over, you know, that situation. So the question is, you know, with hollywood, where do we go from here? Do we continue with the hybrid release or do we just, you know, stick to streaming or theater release? Because these films cost money to make, e. They cost money. Yeah. And, they don't they want to make a profit either through the ticket sales or through the you know subscriber numbers and i don't i don't really know because jungle cruise didn't make a profit really suicide squad didn't really make a profit now these are big budget films but you know going through the numbers they they didn't make the profit that they wanted now i don't know i'm not sure of the streaming side of it i'm not sure how many subscribers you know co- came on or whoever paid the extra money for the release. But as far as the theater release and the budget, these movies aren't making much profit back. So what can you do? Well, you could just release the, uh, not not release, but reduce the budget and then make the film and just, you know, do it that way. I mean, I could could tell with Converse of Godzilla, I could tell the, the budget wasn't really there because that movie looked like a, to TV movie. It didn't look like a theater movie. And I mean which movie? Kong versus Godzilla. You really think that was a TV movie? It it didn't look like a big budget film. It didn't. Like I, I thought Godzilla and King of Monsters, that looked more big budget compared to Kong versus Godzilla. That's how it looked to me. That's how huh. it looked to me. Like it, it looked like the budget wasn't as strong for that one compared to those other films. I mean, hell, even Kong. You know, it the but like you could tell the budgets, like you can tell when money is being put into something. You can tell. You can tell. Got you. you know what I'm saying? So you know, this this may be the new wave for studios. I'm not really sure. But Venom, matter of fact, Venom, Let There Be Carnage had a smaller budget, I think, this time compared to the first one. I think the budget for this one was smaller, but it made a profit. It made a pro- well thus far is is projected to make a profit. But the yeah. budget's smaller. So we'll have to see how the studios release these films, whether streaming or honestly, I really don't care. I really don't care because I mean, if I like it, I'll pay for it through streaming or I'll just go to the theater. I mean, this weekend I'm going to see James Bond, you know, so I'm paying, I I pay for that. So I will see that because that was not, that was not, it's not a hybrid release. That's strictly theater. Now the issue with James Bond was, When the pandemic was making its rounds, you know, MGM was like, well, hey, we will sell you this this film. And you know, you had Netflix, Apple, I think Amazon tried to get on it. Like they they wanted to buy the film. But MGM was like, well, nah, I'll sell it to you for a billion. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Or or, or, or some crazy number. You know what I'm saying? But the studios weren't willing to budge. So they waited. They were losing one million a month by holding onto that film E.
2: Yeah, that that's wild shit, shitting me
1: because the movie that movie was supposed to come out, I think 2019, 2020? and then the mm-hmm. pandemic, and then they did they didn't release it, and they weren't going to do streaming, so they were losing one million a month. They're losing money. So
2: yeah, that that so the first budget for the first Venom movie was between one hundred and one hundred sixteen. It was it, so it was no definitive number. Uh, the second movie budget was one ten. Okay, I th- yeah one ten. I think, but again, like you know, we we don't know, right? So this this is actually pretty good because I mean, looking at this, like the theater releases, because you know, shang Chi was a theater only release. Venom was a theater only release. Jungle yes. Cruise was that hybrid. But uh, which I still have to see Jungle Cruise, by the way. But I heard nothing bad about it. Yeah, I heard it was um, good. Mad- I heard it
1: was good.
2: Oh yeah, I, you know I heard the same. Now with the now, Dara actually has another movie that comes out. He's he doing it with Ryan Reynolds, and that comes out on Netflix. I seen that trailer. Uh It was on. It was randomly. It was on TV somewhere, and I just saw it. I'm like, wait, what movie is this? And then it was like, oh, it's coming to Netflix. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is a Netflix movie. So. I know with Netflix movies, I don't know. The budget got just a little bigger,
1: but... Um, well, the budget, Netflix, because of the subscriptions and yeah. because of, you know, the deals with other companies and movie studios and distribution, Netflix is getting money from all around. I mean, yeah. it, Netflix is still the number one streaming service out. So they they have the money to afford, number one, to afford actors like a Will Smith or a rock, like they can afford this, you know, these kind of things. So, right, Netflix can they? Netflix is is really the alternative for theaters because they're starting to make these 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 big budget Netflix films with these with these a these a list actors, and you know, it's like, well, people are going to keep subscribing; they're still paying their money. Hell, we're gonna get n- more new subscribers, you know. So it, it it only makes sense for a Netflix to do that. You know, right. an Apple TV may not be able, or maybe they come, I mean, Apple has a lot of money. You know, a Disney Plus, you know, is you know who has the money eat and who doesn't. It's right. obvious. Netflix can do whatever the fuck they want to do. You know what I'm saying? So again, I mean, I mean, I don't I don't know. Like, is 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 like you said e, a long time ago you don't want to not go to the theaters that's what you like you enjoy the theaters popcorn i get it i told you hey e, personally i really don't care if it was up to me i'd rather be home and watch it and i'll pay whatever but that's me personally you know but i mean we'll see it, it just depends it just depends but jungle cruise the rock they're getting a sequel that's already greenlit um I mean, we'll have this I mean, even with Disney, with the Loki, the TV series, you know, they, they had these actors. You know, your 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 Tom Hiddleston, your you know Robert Downey or whomever. You know, they're they're signing on, getting extra money to make these you know Disney Plus only TV shows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are they big budget? Not necessarily, but it's still Disney Marvel quality stuff, right? And plus, they're, they're you know middle side stories, you know, to lead up to the movies. So what Disney is doing is actually pretty brilliant. Um, now, when it comes to the releases of Doctor Strange, and I haven't heard anything about the Eternals being a hybrid. I think that's strictly nah, that, that's still only. right. So I think,
2: as far as Disney is concerned, when it comes to Marvel, there's no more hybrid movies coming. Okay, you're going to have to go to the movie theater. So that's why I mean, like, that's like one example that you know, theaters are not going to die, mainly because, I mean, the superhero genre is just, it's the groundswell. I mean, it is the lightning in the bottle. And comparatively speaking, there's not going to be another movie outside of that realm that's going to overshadow that. Now, you know, unless it's something epic like, you know, Star Wars or uh, Pirates of the Caribbean or something of that nature, you know, there's no dramas that's going to, like, there's no drama genre that's going to overshadow that. You know it's going to be good, but box office wise, it's not going to beat like the superhero genre because that's the hot ticket right now. And I think that's why some directors or or whatever like hating on the superhero genre, saying that's not real theater or whatever the case, case may be. I forgot who said that, but it's like, you, it was Scorsese, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, what more Scorsese? Like a Scorsese film? You know that thing is going to be successful. This dude has cornered the market in in. In comparison to his genre, right? But now somebody else is taking a piece of the pie. You're gonna hate on it.
1: It's like, well, well I mean, superhero films like that's it's it's still the hotness right now. It's, it's exactly. hot. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell people. Like, you're mad because your films aren't okay. Well, I mean, don't don't say that because it Hollywood can't just be all superheroes. We still need other types of films. So yeah. When I hear people say that, I'm like, well, OK, well, then up your game. Make movies that are interesting and whatever case may be, because I can't watch just superhero films all day. I can't do it. You know, I need I need and I want something else. And yeah, I'm I mean, good, sure. good also, you know. So, I mean, hell, Tenet. I mean, Tenet was dope. I love Tenet. That was a dope film. Um,
2: but it was a horrible time to release it. Honestly, because I mean, it was COVID, and it, it should have been way more successful than it, than it was already, you know,
1: warranted to be. Right, right. I mean, James Bond. James Bond is a dope franchise. Now, granted, that's a well-known big franchise, but it's, it's not yeah. like a superhero film, so other films can still work. It's just the question of, well, okay, how are we going to release this film, and how much money can we commit to the actual budget? You yeah, know, right. because- Ready
2: Player One.
1: That, I mean, that was That, that was awesome. fantastic. That was fantastic. You know, fantastic. So I, I think people really need to look at that because HBO, they're just putting money toward, toward these films and doing the hybrid. And this is like, well, this films didn't really make what we thought it was going to make. Yeah, because, bro, I'm already paying whatever a month for HBO. Why would I go pay this at the theater? It's right here in my home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they these guys have to think about this. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, you know, Disney, they'll say, well, hey, th- this is 30 bucks, but if you wait four or five months, it'll be free. Okay. Right. Okay. I mean, that's what, you know, Mulan, Cruella, Jungle Cruise, hell, Shang-Chi drops on Disney Plus Day in November, next month. Yeah. You know, so, you know.
2: And then, now, which leads to me going into like the movie itself, right? Uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So, Okay, how, how can I describe this movie? This movie is better than the first. Okay. Um, it don't have that slow burn like the first movie did because, you know, it took a minute for the first Venom movie to, you know, get up to speed on far as what it wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So with this movie it kind of like gave you a little backstory of Cletus Cassidy, why he is the way he is and then you see Eddie you know talking to Venom and you know Mrs. Chang know who Venom is now and you know Venom is like in the community of San Francisco like with certain people obviously and you know Cletus actually asked for Eddie and you know to tell him his backstory and Venom being who he is Venom's like, look, look at the wall or whatever the case may be. Then he start breaking things down and he start finding the dead bodies that Cletus left when he got arrested. So that put Eddie at the top at this point. Now, you know he was at the bottom as far as an investigator reporter but now he's back at the top now because he's he personally uncovered the bodies that Cletus left. So at this point now the execution is back on and at this point you get to learn about the transfer between Eddie and Cletus because Cletus bitten. And at that point, the symbiote, you know, basically, um, you know, asexually reproduced. And at that, that point, at the moment of the execution, Cletus breaks out. And in this story here, Cletus and Shriek are actually lovers. I think they were lovers in, in the comics too. Weren't they?
1: I do not know. Could be
2: could be could be could be right so now uh so from there like street whoever played i forgot the uh, girl's name that played street but she actually was really 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 good right um they tied a lot of things together and as far as okay they tried their best to make it as close to rated r as they possibly could because it's the pg-13 movie Mm -hmm. um there's no blood splatter um with you know woody harrison playing carnage cletus cassidy i didn't think he could do it but he did it i can't unsee it now right um i can't see nobody else playing the role of cletus cassidy so with that being said you notice like You know, the sharp objects and the daggers being thrown, you know, stuff that Carnage's symbiote can do. And you don't see him really like stab, stab somebody like with as a symbiote. You know, you kind of get that that imagery in your head as far as what's going on. So. Eddie and Venom is having a little issue with each other. Mm -hmm. Eddie is not letting Venom eat heads. Or brains, bad guys, brains. I don't know what caused that little situation between the two, but they got into a fight and they separated. <laughs> and from there, you know, he jumped from, you know, from host to host to host. And, um, you know, that that little clip where you saw him in the club with the neon, uh, necklaces on and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. So he actually was in, he, he's actually was, um, symbiotically with someone else and he was talking and he like yo be who you are just that in the third man people appreciate you and he drops the mic and people thought he was in costume but just people just loved him and like little mic drop situation that's right till and so um at that point you know he went to Mrs. Chang and Mrs. Chang's you know Venom was talking to you know Eddie's ex-girlfriend bitch you know they got an issue they got a relationship too obviously cuz you know they they fused before And he said, look, Eddie got to apologize to me. You're like, look, Cletus is out. And apparently, he has a symbiote. And so now, you got three enemies. So, the cop that shot Shriek in the eye. You got Eddie Brock, because Cletus feels some kind of way, because, you know, he solved the puzzle. And Carnage wants to kill, the symbiote itself wants to kill Venom. Which is his dad. So, um so you go look at this and you fast forward and you see why Cletus Cassidy the way he is. And, you know, his, his first kill was his grandmother. Like he pushed her down the stairs. Right. Second kill was his mom threw a blow dry in the bathtub while she was in the bathtub. And it, it was later revealed that, you know, Eddie, you didn't ask all the questions. You just assumed after I told you what I've done, I like you, forget like well not forget like did i mention that all those three the three people that i killed were very abusive to me like physically abusive to me and i had to defend myself that's how they end up dead so it's kind of like kind of like that right so you know of course there's this big fight and all this other stuff and <laughs> you know the symbiote goes you know the symbiote separates. Venom eats it, and then he picks up Cletus, and you know, he's talking to Eddie, and he's like, Eddie, look, all I wanted was a was a friend. And then Venom took over. You know what? Fuck this guy. That line. And just bite Cletus's head, smooth off. Like, smooth off. Now, there's two glaring things in the movie. Is that detective, his eyes turn blue because it appears that Shriek killed him. But his eyes turn blue. That is actually Toxin, the symbiote. And now Toxin is another symbiote that is actually Carnage's offspring. Carnage's offspring end up fusing with the detective. And that's what I'm thinking, that's what it's leading up to. That is Toxin. So maybe Toxin will be in Venom 3. Now, let's go to the post-credits, Thanos Rick. This is what everybody's been talking about. And I know you've heard this.
1: I've heard some things.
2: So, you know, of course, course they're on vacation. And um, Venom tells them, say, listen, I am a symbiote. I have experienced a lot of things in the universe. And I haven't told you everything. But I feel like this is the time to give you just a little snippet on what I have experienced as a symbiote. And from that you know, you see Eddie's eyes roll back in the back of his head. It was just divine intervention or just imperfect timing. But with this imperfect timing, he transported from his bed to just another location like totally different. Not totally different, but like the sun is out and Eddie's like, yo, what the hell just happened? Venom I'm like, look, I promise you, this was not me. I don't know what the hell is going on. And then the TV cuts on and it shows... Jay Jonah Jameson revealing that Spider Man is Peter Parker. That that's what people are talking about. So yeah, Top Gun says it's the same, just time reverse. Yeah, time reverse. Yeah. So basically, Venom goes up to the TV and licks the screen, pretty, pretty much like eyeballing Spider Man. Basically. So from there. That was, to me, that stopped the Strange. Because Doctor Strange did the multiverse deal and they basically transported Venom into the MCU. And that was the only post-credit. So, now you may see Venom in Spider-Man um, you know, in the new Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Be- now, will I get the famous white spider emblem on the outfit? Because damn it, I want that to happen. Damn it, I want the webbing. That's all I want
1: you in this webbing. You in this <laughs> webbing.
2: <laughs> what, what, what? okay. All right, Thanos. Thanos, Rick. What is Venom known for? Eddie Brock's Venom. Do he not web swing? Do he not stick on walls? Do he not have the white spider emblem on him? This is all Venom. These yeah. are the three things that is missing. And yeah. that, and at that point, you got yourself a complete Venom.
1: I get it, but obviously this is a this this movie Venom is different than yeah without Spider Man, but
2: now we got Spider Man now. Think about it, we got so, Spider Man now.
1: I mean, where would the webbing like how? How His would you webbing, explain the webbing? On okay, Venom so when the, the Venom reason, wasn't he wasn't using it before, so how would you justify him having webbing? I mean, it. I mean, how would you justify it? So. Okay, here's how I can justify it. Initially. Actually, you, 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 know, you, you know what? How would you make that work on
2: screen? Oh, that's easy. That's easy stuff. And thank you, Matt. And that's exactly how I'm going to explain it, Matt. Um, so basically, he's going to see Spider-Man in this new Spider-Man movie because it's apparent. It, it's going to happen. So the symbiote in the new movie actually, you know, Venom actually fused with other human beings. Before went going back to Eddie Brock in this new movie. He jumped from person to person to person. Mm-hmm. So he can easily fuse, his symbiote can easily fuse with Spider-Man temporarily and just gain his abilities. Because that's how he ended up with the webbing in the first place. That's how he ended up with the emblem that he ended up with unlimited webbing because he doesn't run out. Because the symbiote produces the, uh, the webbing. That's how you can explain it. Because it's just comic books. That's all it is. That's an easy explanation. So, That's an easy transition.
1: So you're gonna have to have the symbiote attach itself to Tom Holland's Peter Parker, yeah, however, some way.
2: Yeah, um, and it is definitely possible because you got fire and sound all over the damn place. Like it showed Doc Ock and it showed Green Goblin, well, the Pumpkin Bomb that was in the new movie, right? So if Venom going to show up, you know he could separate. He could temporarily separate from his symbiote but But i go to Spider-Man for for whatever reason and then gain the abilities. It can be like a a switch because it kind of did that. Well, actually, it didn't kind of did it. It did it in the movie. While Eddie was falling, the symbiote separated himself from Eddie to put himself on the boyfriend and to put himself on his ex-girlfriend to put himself back on Eddie while he was falling to catch him so he can save him. It was that quick. It was like literally... 5 seconds or three of of a three person transition. So it is
1: definitely possible. Well then, I guess my next question would be how would you fit that in a movie? Because you would have to devote a significant amount of story time in order for that to you know, now granted this it, it don't have to be like Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, even though I mean that 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 was lengthy. <laughs> you know, yeah, so true. with with No Way Home, I don't think No Way Home would be the proper introduction for that because it sounds like No Way Home already has enough going on as is.
2: But the thing is, you don't need a lot of screen time to do that. All you need is literally two minutes. That's it. The symbiote so, don't have to be
1: with you forever in a day to absorb your abilities. So you're gonna have Eddie just pop up out of nowhere. Like E, I don't I don't I don't see that happening. But, but he didn't
2: pop out of nowhere. He got transported to the MCU per the post credits. He's already in, he's already in the MCU, he already like through the post credits, he licked the TV screen like
1: he looked at Spider Man, so he's going to show up. Well, no, so, I get it. I, I I get it. I'm just I'm just I'm trying to see how you would do it on screen because again, it, it seems like No Way Home already has enough already as it is. I don't like. I mean, and plus, I would want that storyline to be to be done right. Like I don't I don't want to just devote two minutes. Like I would I would want to see that storyline fleshed out. And, and, I mean, and, it's
2: nothing to flesh out really when it comes to Spidey and Venom, honestly, because this is a different situation versus I, comics.
1: I mean, you I got a hatred. I disagree. I, di- I, di- I disagree. I disagree. You you have to have those two, you know, in its own separate storyline. You can't just have them Venom just pop up, attach itself to Tom Holland, then detach itself back to Brock and I, like that. That doesn't make sense to me story wise. So okay,
2: the, the, the thing is like with this particular deal, you can't do a movie with just with Spidey and Venom because Venom already proven himself as the lethal protector. Might I add, he started calling himself that. So he already made that transition of being an anti-hero already. So you can't have them as natural enemies. So you can't have a whole movie just with them two because you don't have a common enemy at that point. However, you got a common enemy because you only really got two things. You got Green Goblin, you got Doc Ock as as your possible villains, And you got Doctor Strange trying to fix the multiverse. So because it got jacked up, Venom is already there. So Venom can easily meet Peter because Eddie is an investigative reporter. He can find people. So at this point, it's no big deal for him to find Peter and talk to him. And at that point, you could start it from the beginning of the movie. And then you can work your way up to that transition and that transition again. It can easily be done. And now that that post-credit scene is out now, and it's not really in the trailer, maybe this is where that surprise little cam that well that surprise entry will come in at. Because this, yeah, you can have Spidey do a, a few things as Black Spider Man, but he didn't really have that Black symbiote for a very long time neither. So it can just it can honestly be an easy transition. I don't think no fan would be upset about it honestly, just 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 like the fact that Spider-Man and Venom is in the same same realm, because Spider-Man came for Sony. I,
1: I mean, mean it, it got borrowed. I would have to see it on, on screen. I, I, I still can't see it, because I think you will still need more screen time f- for that to play out. I don't think... I mean, just, just having that small screen time amount, I, I don't think would do it justice. I, I, I don't think so. I think you would need more screen time devoted to those two. You know what I'm saying? For... I mean, yeah. That happen, but, And again, again, no way home. I'm, I'm thinking there's something else like there is there Venom. There's something else at play here. And I don't think just giving Venom a small amount of screen time on screen would do it justice. I don't I, mean, I, I don't believe it would. Again, I, I think I think you would need more screen time for that to see it play out. Or I you can do this. Because I don't think just, just having... Again, having them pop up for a minute and then the symbiote changes and then back... Like, the, the story would have to make sense for that to happen, E. The story itself would have to make sense for that to happen... The transition? Seamlessly. Like,
2: it. you can't just do it just to do it. You well, understand? that's what I'm saying, though. Like, how it happened in, in the movie, a battle took place. Like, there's going to be several battles going on in Spider-Man. Like, several. So that counts, you that saying, like, that, that's your end right there Because in that chaos There's going to be strong sound somewhere And but- or you can do this Since he's in the multiverse There's also speculation that You know uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is going to be there and you know, of course you know the, the first Spider-Man is going to be there So if that's the case maybe they'll bring that Venom on to Topher Grace's Venom on there and that Venom eats That Venom and then that's how He absorbed the abilities too so you can do that as well. So it's it's two ways you can really do this. I, don't I mean know. if you really look at the story how <laughs> Spider-Man lost his symbiote in the first place, he lost it in the Bell Tower. Then it literally just moved to Eddie because Eddie was in that same building and it was that quick. It was that quick. Eddie just followed him. And it and the symbiote just found Eddie under the bell. And that was it. Like it ain't that it ain't that long of a drawn out story as we are making it out to be. We know Eddie feels some kind of way about Peter because Peter, you know, put out another story and kind of
1: fucked Eddie over. And Yeah, but that would make sense if Eddie was was that would make sense if Peter Parker was already working at the 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 the, the um the place along with Eddie. But yeah, Eddie all the way in, in California and Peter's not even working at the place yet. So you would have to justify Eddie Brock's hatred toward people. like you 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 just can't do things just to do it like it that I, does I, I'm gonna just say like things. comic book wise.
2: Comic book wise there was hatred, but there's no hatred here in the movie because I know they did mention New York in the first movie and then because his girl was like, "Yeah, you know, I know you had your issues in New York and that's why you moved to San Francisco." But this is like th- this was in his universe. So, I think in his universe Tom Holland didn't exist. It it was just he had issues in New York. And it just made us, and it just left that up to speculation. Wherein, right now, when he got transferred over to the MCU, there's no hatred between Peter and Eddie because they never met. But Venom, the symbiote, has an interest in that Spider-Man. Because, remember what I said about Venom saying, hey, I've been been through the universe, I've seen thousands of things. Maybe this Venom here, knows who that who spider-man is maybe he knows what that outfit is in in that essence and that could be the driving force on how he meets peter just by the things that he said he like we'd have been across galaxies and and planets and all we've seen some things and all this other stuff and and strange just did his thing so i mean it's possible
1: it's possible but all the the other thing is though. You also okay. have other villains at play, Goblin, Ock, and the Shocker. You know, so the Shocker? Yeah. Not Shocker. Um Electro. I'm sorry. Electro. Electro.
2: Oh, Jimmy Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so
1: yeah, yeah. you have other villains that's gonna be in this movie. So right. I, you can't just I mean it it <sighs> yeah, I would have to see it. I would really have to see how that. if if they have if they bring in Venom. For no way home, I would I would really have to see how this plays out. Oh yeah, and I don't think it's an elf in that situation. I I think
2: uh, it's a it's a it's going to happen because you got Morbius. Morbius comes out in twenty twenty two. You got Craven. I think Craven got his own movie too, right? So, was Craven confirmed? Uh, no, no, no. It it was no uh hints of that in the movie, but I would assume. Craven will be part of that. But Morbius is for sure. Morbius for sure is coming
1: uh next year. I think January. If well, I'm not mistaken. I mean, if, if they bring Morbius in, then you have to have Blade somewhere in there.
2: Uh, which I'm glad you say something, man, because uh we got some we got some news here in regards to Blade. So check it out, check it out. Now, an official tweet Seemingly confirmed that the Marvel Cinematic Universe reboot of Blade is launching sooner than fans expected. Now, the tweet posted by the verified Marvel India Twitter account included an image detailing the release dates for a variety of MCU Phase Four films. Fans were quick to note that Blade, starring Mah- oh, sorry, Mahershala Ali, is listing as launching on October seventh, 2022. The film releasing in just over a year has sparked confusion among dedicated Marvel viewers following the announcement that Blades' filming was pushed back to July 2022 in order to further work on the movie script. It's worth noting that Blades' inclusion on that list may be a mistake, but the image does come from an official Marvel account. Now, many fans were expecting *Blade* to release in 2023 since Marvel still has three unannounced films set to debut within that year. Now at the moment, the only known MCU films launching in 2023 is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania and Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 3. The Daywalkers' return to the big screen was expected to fill one of those as yet unnamed slots. Now it is worth noting that while the tweet appears to be official, these release dates are currently only isolated to India. The phase four MCU films may launch on a different date around the world, but it's unlikely there'll be too much of a shift from country to country. If anything, this list provides is a definitive release window for many of these highly anticipated blockbusters. Blockbusters. What you think about that? It may be coming sooner than expected.
1: I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready for
2: it. (sighs) How the fuck they gonna do this shit if it's PG-13? I mean... That's my worry.
1: I mean, you... (sighs) You know how I am. they'll, They'll... It'll still be violent. You'll still have your action. You know, will it be gory and all this bloody? Mi- Probably not. Probably not. But you can do it. E, you, you can do it. You can do it. Um, I made the mistake of 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 counting Marvel out. I'm not doing it this time. So, so why did you do that? I mean, I did that with Guardians. I did that with Loki, the TV show. I, I did that a few times. Because I, you know, hell, Marvel's What If, you know, things that I didn't really understand at first glance, but now I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. So I'm not going to count this one out. I think Blade's going to be amazing. Um, they they chosen the, the perfect actor for it, and you know it. How they introduce the vampires is going to be the most intriguing thing to me. How they introduce it, because again, there's been no mention of vampires before. Oh yeah. So, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Well, yeah, Thor and Loki, but we 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 never seen it. Like it 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 wasn't it wasn't it wasn't around in the MCU like that. It it just wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Um yeah, wasn't a prominent so, and plus I mean, you know, there was no mention because you would think in a world full of superheroes, yeah, you, you know, the Avengers and you know, whatever the case may be, you would think you're some, something about vampires. You'd think you would, but you, would. you haven't we haven't heard nothing. So to me I'm more curious to see how they bring in vampires. And, you know, again, you mentioned Morbius. I'm like, well, if they're gonna bring Morbius into it, I'm like, well shit. I I will work out a deal with Sony. I'm like, look, you guys have Morbius coming out. I wanna bring in Blade along with that. I want I want Blade involved in that project. Because Morbius is a very important character to Marvel. So, just I mean, to say
2: that deal hasn't already been inked?
1: I that I, that that's what I would do. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. I I would create more deals between Sony and I mean, because Sony they have a lot of great important characters, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, hell, you know, Marvel needs to make the phone call.
2: Well, I mean, so um, just recently we watched. Uh, you know, watch Blade, and I I noticed a couple things in the first Blade movie. Uh, one of the things I've noticed is that when he does kill off vampires, they turn to ash. Yes. You know, that that's pretty much what it is. It, it's it's hardly ever any like blood splatter when it comes to him killing vampires. So there's there's that, right? So where the blood really comes in at. Um, is where the vampires actually suck blood out. And when they actually kill humans, that's where that blood is. That's where that really comes out. So now, if you're asking, can it be done? It can be done. You know, this Blade movie can be done PG-13. I mean, the action is there or whatever. Um, I have no... I have... How can I rephrase this? I have no doubts that this movie is going to be great. I just have my own, you know, you know, reservations in regards to how Blade One and Two were, and compared to this. Now, there's no guarantee that this is going to be PG-13 either. Now, Top Gun says so will Blade have Deacon Frost or Morbius? I mean, you could do either or. Thanos straighten. now do you think about it. You know, what I mean, you don't have to have Morbius per se. You can have Deacon Frost, which that's probably going to be the villain in in the in this Blade movie. I mean, you you could,
1: but I mean, we already had Deacon Frost. I don't know. Yeah, about but
2: Deacon is a main villain that 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 Blade is. Yeah, that's a, that's one of the main villains, and uh, along with Dracula, along with the Blood Pack, like the major villains were already shown in the first three Blade movies already. So you just got to reintroduce them. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, I mean,
1: all right, I mean, hey, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, it's just. I just want to see how how they explain it. You know true. they I, they, they, they really have to explain this. Now I'm thinking multiverse of madness. I, I really hope that movie kind of brings everything in. Yes. Cause if if I, I really hope that movie is the tie in for a lot of the movies coming after. Yes. I really I, I believe so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope
2: so, man. I mean you know what I want though you know just a random um, I do want this Blade anime to show up on Netflix though because I mean if you're going to have the Marvel anime films show up on Netflix with X-Men and Wolverine give us Blade and Iron Man and be done with it I don't know maybe Netflix is working out a deal but we'll see but that Blade anime was actually pretty, pretty dope and I think Deacon Frost was actually in that one if I'm not mistaken but Only time would tell, man. Only time would tell, though. I mean, they did pick a good actor for this new Blade. I'm not sure, again, if it's like 2022 for sure. But, you know, you've heard it. Thanos Rick, I know some of the listeners have heard it, too. They heard 2023. But, hey, I'm not complaining if it's going to be, you know, next year. Hey, you will hear no complaints out of me.
1: So had they started production already or no?
2: That I don't know. I think they was going back on doing uh, script writing or redoing the script and as far as production goes i haven't seen anything
1: because i mean if they haven't even started that yet then next year is, is out of the question there's no way
2: right it- but see the thing is the strange part is it coming from an official marvel account but it just was in india you know what i'm saying so now that what makes people ask the question so we'll see um also, to the listeners out here, uh, if you are a Netflix user, uh, Dave Chappelle's The Closer is now on Netflix. So you might want to check out Dave Chappelle's uh, last entry into his Netflix deal called The Closer. Check that thing out as well. Now, as far as, you know, coming soon. Now, I know Top was going to ask earlier about Squid Game. I haven't finished Squid Game yet, but Squid Game is a really, really good show. Uh, you definitely need to check that out, Thanos Rick, if you haven't already. Um, there's as far as upcoming shows, you got October 12th, you got Bright Samurai Soul. Um, you got Comey Can't Communicate, you got uh Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Season 4. Holy shit. I wow. Wow. Okay, that's cool. You got the movies that made us, you got inside job, you got Army of Thieves, which is the prequel to Army of the Dead. That comes out on October 29th. So a day before Halloween, you got uh, Colin Kaepernick calling in black and white. Um, you have night teeth. Uh, My name. You have occupation rainfall. I cannot wait for that to come out. That comes out on Saturday. Um, Bad sport. You got gather. And uh, the last season, the very last season of shameless uh, blue period, bacon impossible. Uh yeah, you know, if you're interested in snakes on the plane you got <laughs> pokemon the movie the adventures beast so if you want to go on if you got a netflix app on your phone go check out the coming soon and you got a lot of good gems coming out so uh also uh the october edition of orange phoenix magazine is in its final stages so it will be released very very soon man I, you were, i'm telling you it's going to be a real good magazine i already got like a first look at it and it's really really good we're just going to Tighten up some screws here, and then we're going to release it to the public. But remember, you go to orangephoenix.com, and you click on magazine if you want single issues. And if you want to subscribe for only $5 a month, all you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash orangephoenix. You can also click on apparel in orangephoenixmedia.com as well. And you can also follow us on Instagram at orangephoenixmedia, as well as tees as well. And our Facebook group page, Orange Phoenix Geek Corner. Go ahead and join that man We got discussions, we got memes, we got movie nights Very 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 positive space And a very very special shout out To my homeboy Kenny It is his birthday today, he turned 38 today You know Happy He birthday, out here
1: celebrating Happy birthday sir
2: Hands off to you sir
1: Hands off to you
2: And uh, Thanos you got anything else for listeners out
1: there mm. Nah man I'm good brother I am good i I <laughs> You have to watch Bennett. I will. I will watch that. I will watch that. But this weekend is all about James Bond. It's all about James Bond this weekend. So
2: might be Daniel Craig's final outing. We'll see.
1: Oh, it is. It is. It is. He's done. He's done. Um, they're not going to have discussions on a new Bond until next year. So they'll let you know. Let this movie run its course, and then they'll circle back next year, and then we'll see. People so- are. People are still vying for Idris Alba, Alba. Um That's not going to happen. I don't see it happening. Um, I'm not sure who who the other people... I mean, people have been throwing out names. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. So,
2: to get the full story, you got to start all the way back to the first Daniel Craig-led James Bond film. Yes. To fully understand this, this last movie, right?
1: Casino Royale... Um, that's the first one. That's the first one with Daniel Craig. Um,
2: Dang, I didn't know that was the first one. I thought it was like maybe the second one. I thought.
1: Nah, Casino. Then you have Quantum of Solace. Then um, Skyfall. Quantum Skyfall. And then no, yeah, Qu- Quantum Sky, Quantum Skyfall Spectre, and then this one.
2: Ah, okay, cool, cool in the gang, man. So go ahead and check that stuff out, man. James Bond comes out this weekend, man, and we will see you tomorrow morning at ten a.m. All right, so until next time, peace. Hey.